Welcome to Category Is. I'm Maurice. And I'm Justin. And we're back for another, another episode. Yeah. How's it going? I'm good. <laughs> you sure? Why? You kind of hesitated a little bit. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. I am good. I had a nice weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, did some working. And, Ew. Um, well, you know, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. That's true. Um, hung out. Mm-hmm. What else did I do? Oh, I took my niece uh-huh. to, um, it was called the Ties and Tiaras Dance. Essentially, Aww. the idea of it is a father-daughter dance. Okay, yeah. And my brother-in-law took my sister uh, on a mini vacation, so I took my niece, uh-huh. and it was a fun little function. Um, How old is she? Six. Okay. So it was cute. Yeah, All cute. little girls dressed up in their little, you know, yeah. fluffy dresses uh-huh. and their little tiaras. Aww. It was fun. Yeah. But when I got to the function, it was like, I was confused maybe about who it was for. Okay. And when I saw like grown women, not grown women, but mm-hmm. like teenage girls in there <laughs> well. pretending to be grown women, uh-huh. I was like, well, what the hell? Why is like daddy's bringing their dates? Right. But these are like their daughters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these are younger girls, mm-hmm. you know, with these too tight, too short, too yeah. much skin in February dresses well, on, walking around like newborn giraffes, and these heels <laughs> is too high. So well, the function was a bit odd because uh-huh. it was like too many varying age groups. Yeah. Well, they, were they there trying to find them, you know, a man? I mean, they were children. Are you sure? Or they, they like teenage well, It was for mothers. the whole, it was like for all, you know, girl students in the school district so it was like from okay you know like kindergarten I, uh, okay. to high school oh wow and i was like whoever planned that yeah that was a major mistake that, okay i was thinking something else no wow yeah okay wow so i'm like that yeah. was just silly to plan it that way but mm-hmm. it's still all in all was a nice event okay you know i sat back and just observed all the daddies <laughs> so you know there was eye candy galore well, not galore but it was a few little sights to okay. see but you know hey you get any numbers i did not you oh. know i was not there for that purpose oh and neither were they. You know, Some of them were. I mean, hey, they thought as good as stepdaddy. Just <laughs> but you know, it's something when you see a man being a father, it's just kind of like, hmm. But I mean, it's that's a what good look. It it's, is. It's attractive. It is. Yeah. Ain't it is a attractive. Shame? But I mean, that's what he's supposed to be doing. Right. Like, you're not getting points for being a yeah. daddy. But when you see a man with, the ch- yeah. with this child, you're like, oh, damn. Look yeah. at you. You might yeah. as well have a six pack. <laughs> There's something about it, because I think when I see, like, a guy with a kid, and then if, like, the mom is there, the mom always looks, like, frowsy. She always looks, like, busted. But the guy is always, like, put together. He works out. That's because she's tired. And 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 he's likely not pulling his weight. (laughs) She ain't that tired. I mean. I ain't gonna say I don't have children. I know that mothers be tired out here. Because I do think that mothers, like, bear the brunt. Of the child rearing process, right? But a lot of them are stay at home moms. Where in Whole Foods? Oh, because I, I you go- live on the rich side of town. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like every time I'm at Whole Foods, you see like this woman looks disheveled and she's pushing one of those big ass strollers. Mm-hmm. You know those like double wide strollers with like one baby, and then the father is like you know in his suit and tie. He's got his nice got you. shoes on, you know. He looks, you know, like he's worked out. He's all the way put together cuz right. he's coming from work. Right. I'm like, "Girl, you've been home all day." And now again, down over at the Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally situation, a different right. situation. Yeah. True, Ooh, true, true. Well, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. On Saturday, we didn't do anything again, but you know, the week 
was really hectic for both of us. So on Saturday, we kind of just wanted to relax and like right. chill and, you know, kind of hibernate because it was cold. Too. Was it? Yeah. You know, I love the winter, so I'm like kind of like it was resistant cold. to all of this. Yeah. And then, so we like binge watched um, TV shows on Netflix. and Oh, which shows? So we were watching Customs and Border Patrol. Uh, it's like the U.S. Customs. What is that? So it's they profile like three or four different of the border entries. Okay. So like there's one in um, uh, between Washington State and Canada. There's one in Detroit where they do the airport in right. Detroit. And then they do like the bridge if you drive from the U.S. to Canada. Yeah, it's like Windsor. Yeah. And then they do one in... Um, Upstate New York. Okay. Yeah. And you just look at these people and they're trying to like smuggle drugs and they're smuggling like food and all kinds of stuff. And it's hilarious to Did watch. Did you hear about the gays trying to smuggle all the drugs on the cruise ship? No. Do you know all the gays are away on that boat? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds like locked up at the border. It's pretty, that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. And then on Sunday, not much. Like we hung out a little bit. Then you and I hung out and had lunch, and yeah. then, yeah, that was pretty much it. Went back home it. and, you know, chilled. Chilled out. Oh, yeah. I watched the Grammys. Oh. I did not. We'll get into we'll, that. Yeah, let's talk about that later. Because she's a category. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, but speaking of Netflix shows, just uh-huh. kind of double back. Mm-hmm. Um, I start, I watched the show at some point in the weekend. Only the first episode. Now, I do not like cartoons. And I love cartoons. If they're, like, really well done. Okay, see, I don't know what well done. See, I like what well done means okay. to you. Okay. I like crass cartoons. I could see that. Like, because to me, when I think of cartoons, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be child friendly, but there's something about a cartoon that is so inappropriate. So, this show called Big Mouth, I've been watching for a while on okay. Netflix, uh-huh. and they just released the first or the third season. Okay. And it's like the show starts off on Valentine's Day. And the show's just about all these teenagers yeah. and their hormone monsters oh, wow. that are raging mm-hmm. and how they're dealing with puberty. And it is hilarious. Really? So watch it. Okay. It's very crass, though. I but like it's, crass. It's funny. Yeah. Yes. Well, Tal, what you drinking? All right. So tonight we have a drink that we posted on our Instagram, and we're calling it a Mi Cariño. You better roll that <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you rolled in? No, the no, R, R's. R's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cariño. Cariño. And so it is tequila blanco or blanca? Blanca. Blood orange juice. I think it's blanca, yeah. Yeah, because it's, yeah. Um, club soda, some thyme, simple syrup, and then garnish with some fresh thyme sprigs. Yes. Yeah. It's really good. So it's like a, it's like a Paloma. Yes. Yeah, with tequila. Palomas usually have grapefruit juice, but we're using blood orange. It's very nice. This, yeah. Really it's very like bubbly. Tropical. Yeah. And it kind of goes with the theme of this week's special show. Yes, it does. So yeah, I think this week, you know, we kind of alluded to it last week. Mm-hmm. That we're not, we're still sticking with our show. We're still shooting the shit. As we always do. But it's our Valentine's <laughs> special. special. So that's why it was also good to kind of talk about that Valentine big, big mouth episode. Yeah. So that uh, you can kind of get in the mood for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. if that's your your bag or your zhuzh or your thing. But yeah, so we're kind of do a going to do a quick recap of the Grammys, yeah, and then we'll jump into our Valentine's, our Valentine's segment. segment. Yeah, all right. So you did not watch the Grammys. I did not watch the Grammys. I was watching the Baftas. 
The Baptists were last night? They Yeah, Sunday night. Or, um, well, Sunday during the day, because they're like five hours ahead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I saw um, the Cambridges yeah, walk yeah. in. Yeah. Can I call them the Cambridges? Is that appropriate? That's appropriate, okay. yeah. The Cambridges, mm-hmm. Will and Kate, like, walk in, and it was, it was so awkward. Yeah. There was like, no, like, so basically, like, they opened the door, they said, introducing his and her royal highness, uh-huh. the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. They open the doors, and it's like, everyone stands up. They stand up, yeah. And it was, you could hear a pin drop. It was drop. And they had to descend like fifty All stairs. stairs. Yeah, <laughs> and like they even looked like what the hell? Was yeah, going on? everybody was just looking at them, and it was awkward. Like, by the time they got to their seats, she was like, "Why is it so quiet?" Yeah, and he's like, "I think we did okay." Like, <laughs> I would have probably held my breath. The yeah, tires. I probably would have fallen down the stairs. Right? Yeah, Mm-mm. but Kate looked good, surprisingly. Well, you know, I have um, feelings about that. Okay, because you know. She wore that one shoulder white uh-huh. dress. It was very reminiscent of Michelle Obama's first inaugural, inauguration dress. Inauguration yeah. dress. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it put me in the mind. Yep, same. Of. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, and today, you know, the publications were saying that she looked angelic and white and that she was stunning. And um, I just remember a smooth month ago uh-huh. when Megan was at the Fashion Awards uh-huh. when she presented the award to Claire Wade Wait, Keller, Keller. Uh-huh. and she was wearing she... a black uh-huh. Same one shoulder, one shoulder uh-huh. dress, and they read her for Phil. Yes, wow. The hypocrisy, the double. It's a standards. double standard, and yeah, it's not fair. But you know, the subtext of all of that is, you know, boils down to race. So, right. That's anyway, all. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my takeaway from. I, I saw none of the Baptists. No, it was good. Like they gave me fashion. Did they? Yes. Like Viola Davis looked good. Um. My top stunner was Michelle Yeoh from uh, Crazy. No, (laughs) that's um, Lucy Liu. That's not. Don't do that. We got to do that here. Her name is something else. Sandra. Sandra. Oh, Oh, yes. 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 So she had on like this beaded uh, Elisab gown. It was, she had a cape. Moment. Yeah. Like the beading. Elisab is like amazing. Everything. Yeah. Well, Hallie put him on the map. She did? Yeah, she, that was her dress that she wore when she won her Oscar. Really? Yes. And okay. then he blew up after that. Okay. Well. But we should tell the people what the Baptists are. <laughs> Again, Maurice <laughs> is such an Anglophile. We forget am, that like yeah. our listeners here in America might not know. Yes. But the Baptists, I believe, are the British uh-huh. Academy of Television. Film and Television. Film and Television. Yeah, something. Okay. Well, the Grammys were last night. And we're going to do a quick recap. There was pre-Grammy drama, Grammy drama, yeah, and, and then post. post-Grammy drama. Always. So, uh, before the Grammys even got off, uh, Ariana Grande announced that she had some, I guess, artistic differences, differences yeah. with the producer of the Grammys. And she got her panties in a bunch and was like, well, I'm not performing. I'm not even yes. showing up. Right. And she didn't show. She didn't participate mm-hmm. in the Grammys. And it was kind of oh. sad. To me, because mm-hmm. she won her first Grammy and she wasn't there to accept it. Right. And it was like, you were so, like, in your shit. Like, mm-hmm. it was all over song choice. Like, they really right. wanted her to sing, I think, um, They probably thank you wanted next. her to do Thank You Next. Yeah, because that was that's the like big the big song, song of, of last year. year. Yeah. And she wanted to do this, um, the Seven Rings. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the Seven Rings is hot. It's like, cute it's right cute. now, but. But we have enough of that trapation. Mm-hmm. Happening already with True. the Scots and the ASAPs and the Rockies. Was Twenty One Savage there? You know he wasn't. Don't oh. do that. <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> we should, don't do that. that but you know what? 
you couldn't have told nobody at the Grammys that because there was no mention of his absence. There was supposed well, there was like a petition or something to do a tribute or something to him. Child. And everyone they asked was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing You wouldn't that. have known. Even like my Post Malone was performing because mm, he's on that tattoos, song yeah. with, uh, well, 21 Savage is on the song with him. Okay. Post Malone didn't like just skip. Ooh. It was like no acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of odd mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so if you didn't know, Alicia Keys was hosting it. Ooh, no. That is the real reason why I did not watch. I do not feature her. <sighs> I know you don't. At all. At all. She was looking a mess, too. I saw the pictures, and I was just like, girl. My thing is, is, you know, she has this whole no makeup thing. Which, she need to stop. Lying. She is lying, yeah. Because once she's wearing makeup. She is. She has, like, you know, just some color correctors. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. To me, it's just, she's, she comes off holier than thou to me. Mm. And she's like, you know, I'm this whole natural thing. And honestly, I swear she was high the entire She looked like she had show. Bell's palsy. Do you know what that is? I don't. So, like... Half of her face looked like a little like droopy, like a stroke, almost like a stroke. Yeah, mm. that's what she looked like in the pictures I saw. Well, I'm not going to talk about her face. I'm going to talk about her <laughs> cleavage, her decolletage. Oh. It was very awkward uh, because although she didn't wear uh, facial makeup, mm-hmm. she did like the drag queen paint where on they the boobs. contour the boobs to make them look bigger. Yeah, so yeah. she contoured her breasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The decolletage was just off. And I was just like, why does your, your chest look like that? It was very distracting because she wore a calm. lot of low-cutting um, garments. Well, I hope nobody brought their man to the Grammys because she was still <laughs> Stop. There. Well, I mean, as a host, I think they should never hire her again. <laughs> um, I'm sure they won't. It was just very... I feel like the host of an award show is supposed to keep it lively. Yeah. And move the show along. And move along. it along, yeah. I mean, there was just a lot of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Some of the cameras were in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. She was just very like, yo, 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 what's Mm-mm. up? Welcome to the Grammys. It's me, Alicia. And it was just, it was like so like mellow. And I get that mm-hmm. that's her vibe. Mm-hmm. But honey, this is the awards. Like, it's the people have wait in this industry all year. All year, this. yeah. And well, she's not a host. Like, what has she done like in the past six years well, nothing you know, i do like i think that a lot of award shows rely on comedians to host right yeah but i do like the idea of actually having a musical someone host. from the industry and someone in the industry i get that but... but i think that you need someone in the industry who's a little bit more um who's actually in the industry i'm who's not like working she worked she paid her dues even if she wasn't mm. I, I just think that she isn't the most um crossover because okay. the night of the Grammys, you're bringing together rap, mm-hmm. country, R and B, pop, right, right. Mm-hmm. and I don't think that she has. She was like fully in this hip hop. Not it was like soul, like uh, in, in neo soul of a particular oh, time. Mm-hmm. It was so it just didn't read well it for me. Good. Okay, and she didn't move the show along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one thing that she did do, which I think she had like this whole performance. Ew. It was like called Club Keys, and as also as a whole, she made it a lot about her. Which was also like annoying, mm-hmm. but back to the club keys situation. Um, I th- I believe that that was supposed to be Ariana Grande's performance segment, okay. but because she dropped out at the last minute, they needed mm-hmm. someone to fill it, and she kind of did the dueling piano situation. She stole that from somebody else. What was that woman's name? I don't know. But that, I've seen the clips of that mm-hmm. black woman playing yeah. both pianos. Uh-huh. But she did. But Alicia Keys did highlight her. She is. Okay. She, she, she gave her. She gave credit. Credit. Okay. And she sung all these different songs. And that was kind of cool to see that. Um, mm. But she, I mean, she did okay as a host. I just don't, I don't think she should host again. But the best part mm-hmm. was in the beginning, they brought out Michelle Obama mm-hmm. and Lady Gaga Womp. and Jennifer Lopez. Womp. 
and who's the other? Oh, Jada Pickett Smith, which Ew. is like, why? Why? Because it's like she's clearly the one that's not a musician. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can hardly call JLo a musician either, but she, at least she's in the industry, right? She is. Yeah. That but, picture looked a mess. I don't know. I like JLo's outfit. She can like that nasty no hat. To me. That the nasty, hat was that cute. Nasty old yeah. hat. The hat was cute. I did not like Jada Pinkett Smith's whatever that was with the feathers and a see-through. It was a mess. It was a mess. Like girl, Lady Gaga looked like a burrito. She looked like a Chipotle burrito wrapped up in aluminum foil, mm. and everybody just had so much like Botox and right. And I would have swore she just walked right over to the Grammys from Andy Cohen's house because Lady Gaga <laughs> seemed off. She always does, though. But, um, yeah, but Michelle Obama gave this awesome mm-hmm. little speech. And, like, the whole crowd was going wild for the queen that she is. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And, you know, whenever I see Michelle Obama, like, as soon as I saw her, I, like, stood up out my seat. Wow. It's like, ah! mm-hmm. like, She couldn't hear you. I know. But I was excited <laughs> to see my my first lady. Yes. It, like, just like I was when I saw her here in Philly. And I yeah, was like, yeah. yes! Uh-huh. It was like a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... But, like, Alicia Keys did that in, like, the first two minutes of the show. And it was downhill from there. Like, girl. She should have saved that. Right. Like, oh, Michelle, busy. She, she actually works. Yes. She wasn't even there. For <laughs> she, she, did, she did her appearance and left. And left, yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm not really going to get into the fashions. I don't really take Grammy's fashion seriously, no, to be honest. No, no. Because it's kind of, like, spectacle. It's Yeah, yeah. It's not fashion. It's not fashion. It's, like, let me wear the most ridiculous outfit. Right. And then try to get some attention. So, I mean, I mean, a few. I can't even really think of any. Michelle looked great. She wore this beautiful the, green like a pantsuit, pantsuit uh-huh. with sparkly. Yeah. But besides that, not really impressed. So on to um, <laughs> the big winners of the night. Okay. Um, I guess the biggest categories. We mm-hmm. just hit on those. I don't yeah. really have time for the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will recognize two that are not in the main four. Okay. Categories. So mm-hmm. we're just gonna hit quick six. Gotcha. Congratulations has to be given to, to Cardi B. Cardi. Barty, yes. Because she won Best Rap Album of the Year. And? She broke history. Uh-huh. She was the first female solo artist to get that. To get Rap Album rap of the album Year, the right? Year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm this proud of her. Amazing. Like, she... Cardi is, like, winning. It was... I was proud. I was... Yeah. So proud of her as uh-huh. well. I think that she was actually shocked. I don't really? think she expected to get it. Oh, wow. Because I think also with the Grammys, uh-huh. they always get it wrong. They do. And when they get it wrong, they get it all the way wrong. Right. Yeah. But when she won, like, uh-huh. to me, it was genuine, like, shock. Yeah. And then she walked up on the Aww. stage. And her speech, you could really see that, like, she mm-hmm. she was not prepared. Well. She was trying to gather herself. Uh-huh. You know, she um, thanked you, husband. <laughs> um, her baby father. Her baby father. Uh-huh. Her runway look was a lot but it her was, red carpet look yeah I mean, her, i'm sorry her red carpet but look it was um uh, mugler mugler yeah was, was, terry from like mugler from 95 yeah yeah so i mean she was wearing couture mm-hmm. so Old i mean couture. it's different yeah yeah the it was a lot was of even, look but it was good the fact that she's even able to get her hands on some shit like that like yeah. that lets you know her status she's right mm-hmm. i mean i don't even know i never even seen beyonce in that uh, ooh, that's another thing ooh, my, so Beyonce didn't go to the Grammys. She and Jay Z boycott. Which my thing is like, if you're boycotting, you need to boycott like all the way. Like even remove your name from consideration. Right. Don't submit because they don't want submit. a Grammy. Yeah, they want a Grammy for Best whatever contemporary urban album. Yeah, yeah. And so, but then they ha- they went to like the pre Grammy luncheon or something. Did you see the on Instagram? She had like the huge. Well, that was their party. Shoulder. Was it? Yeah, that was the Rock Nation brunch. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but you can't tell them they can't have their own party. I mean, they can have it, but girl, my thing with her is I saw a picture with her and Kevin Hart 
and he was hugged up on her. Like I couldn't get validation hanging with Ellen, you know, for his homophobic comments. So I'm going to the the queen of the, the gays. queen of the gays. <laughs> Beyonce. For her, for, her, for her blessing. Uh-huh. The queen I'm of the black like, gays. Yeah, and it was just it was just too much of a photo op. And I was like, girl, as controlled and as curated as you are, you should have been like, no Hold up, Claire, Kevin. <laughs> no pictures, please. Right. Yeah. I hear you. Um another big winner of the night for me mm-hmm. personally. Um, I I think she's an awesome singer, vocalist, musician, uh-huh. and I really did enjoy her her EP. Her. Her, her we discussed this H period E period R period. Oh, her, she won a Grammy. That one. Yeah, her. she did. Yeah. Okay, that's good yeah. for her. Which one? For, uh, for best R and B album. Oh, okay, okay. So good that was like she beat out Tony Braxton. Oh, I mean, she beat out some heavyweights. Oh, really? And I think it was a really good project. Okay. And I think people really always compare her to SZA just because they kind of had a. They came okay. out at similar the times. Time. They both had that really big weave. Yeah. And they do like that weirdish. Uh huh. Alternative R and B, right, 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 right. But I much prefer. I mean, SZA does have a cool factor, but at the end of the day, I still respect like technique. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. SZA out here cancel concerts because she don't know how to sing live. Oh wow! But anyway, let's not be mean. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed uh-huh. in the winner of Song of the Year and Record of the Year because it went to the same winner. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I was like, sis, where? How did yeah. you beat? I mean, even. I know this is like me showing my my white girl side, <laughs> but um, that song, The Middle, baby, why don't you just meet me oh, in the middle? Oh, I have heard that, I love Because you hear every like, uh-huh. time you're in a grocery store yeah. or in the mall yeah, shopping. Yeah, you're in CVS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song's always on. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Okay. But like, how does This Is America win song, song of the Year? So that went to the That's songwriters. The, right. And then Record of the Year, which mm-hmm. goes to the producers. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how? Yeah. How'd you beat out... Cardi B and Jay right. Blavitt yeah. and Bad Bunny or whomever. Yeah, yeah. Or just like, it was just, I didn't agree with yeah. that personally. I was like, ooh, Childish Gambino. Mm. I just think that's a response to living in Trump's America. But I think they had to do that. It was it felt it forced. Felt forced. Like, clearly it's not the best not in either of those categories. Yeah. And then album of the year went to Casey Musgraves. A lot of people are talking about her. I do not know who she was. Well, you know, I only know her from RuPaul's Drag Race and she was a guest judge. Oh, that's why RuPaul posted that picture. Yeah. Okay. And I do listen to RuPaul's podcast. So basically uh-huh. when RuPaul shoots, um, what's that show called? Oh, Drag Race. Ru- Drag Race. Uh-huh. When they're on lunch break, because mm-hmm. RuPaul's a working bitch. Yeah, when is. they're on lunch break, that's when Ru films the podcast. Mm-hmm. They be sitting in like a room in, closet. In full drag. Yeah. And they're like, like, would you eat for lunch? Yeah. Did, you go, did you go to the, little, uh, the craft services? Yeah. And that's when she I does love RuPaul, yeah. the podcast. The podcast episode, like, yeah. That's so brilliant because it mm-hmm. kind of coincides. Because they're already there. Right. Yeah. You only got to pay one fee. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maximize. Maximize. Yes. And it works. Mm-hmm. And I learned, and I, I remember a couple weeks back listening to her, and she was just a really smart, intelligent woman. And Casey? Casey, yeah. I, and she was just really I, talking about like how she, you know, where she grew up in small towns. And I think she gave a light or a humanness okay. to people I probably don't interact with every day. Okay. Trump but supporters? she also, right. Okay. But she also talked a lot about how she, because of who she is, mm-hmm. how that industry has also been very sexist to women. Yeah. Well, not that industry, well, but that segment of the uh-huh. industry has been sexist to women uh-huh. and they're not inclusive of LGBT people well, and she like loves the gays. Do she? Well, she, she was on Drag Race. Yeah, she'd be walking around looking like a drag queen. You she see does. all that hair on her I head. did not like her outfit though. Which it one? Looked, the one, or the red carpet look because it looked like 
you know those bath um like mesh like loofah things that's what it looked like to me okay well i, I use the japanese ones not that you one know the you long know, sheet yeah not that one it looked like you know the 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 poof the poofy ones loofah not a loofah not like a not like a it's like round right. but it's the like poofs. yeah the poofs she that's what it looked like to me that, i think that's the rexa you're talking about was it red no, or was it white it was like pink and then she had a red little belt Yes. But it looked like it was going to fall off of her. Well, Katy Perry also looked like a loofah. Let's not she talk did. about She looked like a sponge. Yeah. <laughs> a sponge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Katy Musgraves won for the Golden Hour. I've actually listened. I listened to it after the RuPaul's Drag Race oh, uh, podcast. Mm. But, um, she is one of those country singers. You know country singers sing with the twang. Yeah. But, like, she pronounces every syllable and vowel of every word. Where's she from? I'm okay, really messed up and say Nashville, but I know she she talked about living in Nashville a lot. Okay, but I mean okay. it just makes sense. She probably yeah. Um, but yeah, so those were the big winners of the night. I don't really remember there being really any big upsets. Drake won some Drake album. Won. It was yeah. like fuck the Grammys, but yeah, fuck the Grammys. It was the kind like, of music. Why was he even there? Yeah. Um, Tori Kelly won. Did she for what? Yes, gospel. She's got a gospel CD. Where with like Kirk Franklin or somebody? Oh. Yeah. But you know, did, she's really talented. Yeah. But I just don't like her music. You don't? I like her first CD. It was really cute. I really couldn't get into it. But you know, she, she she's a black woman. I, she I, is. I give her that. Yes, she is. And a lot of people don't real or don't know that. Right. Because her father's Jamaican and I think Puerto Rican or something. But yeah, but she's, you know. I kind of put her in the group of, like, she's so passable that like, mm-hmm. black people are just not willing to accept her. Right, Kind of right. like that girl Halsey. Who is oh mm. she's a singer. <laughs> but like she black. She half black. You lying. No bitch. You are lying. She's half black. Her daddy black. You are lying to me. She'd be like, I hate going to the hotels because I travel so much. She's like, they don't be having the right shampoo and conditioner for my hair. And I'm like, sis, your hair looks like uh <laughs> it ain't black. You lying. <laughs> she's half black. Are you serious? Serious. Well, I canceled her after that um Victoria's Secret fashion show. Because she was talking all this trash about how Victoria's Secret oh, yeah. um, with like the inclusion mm-hmm. and the plus size models and trans models and stuff like that. But she, because she performed right. at the thing, but she came out, at, you know, after the whole Again, uproar. are you thinking of BP Rexa? No, this is um, Hansley Halsley. Whatever. Halsley. Hansley Halsley. <laughs> yeah. And so she was like, you know, I don't support them at all. I'm like, but did you give that check back? Because you already got paid. She surely did not. Okay. It's also contracts and stuff like that. But, but still. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, those are pretty much the awards for the night. I'm just going to do a quick primer on the performances. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend, Janelle Monet, I love her. To me, she's so referential okay. that it's almost like, well, who are you? Uh-huh. But I think that through the beginning of her career, there's been a through line. She's always kind of had, I mean, I knew she was... Pan, I knew she was something. She was yeah. other. I knew she wasn't yeah. no straight girl from mm-hmm. John. No, everybody knew that. Uh, I was just waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, she's pansexual and that's fine. But she always has maintained like this androgyny. Yes, she has. From the beginning. So uh-huh. I really do believe it's who she is. And she's okay. kind of weird. She's really referential to Prince and Michael Jackson. Yeah, uh-huh. I can and see that. I feel like she's one of the few artists today that has like this fully blown concept. Okay. Um, and I do be- believe that it's much different than who she authentically is. Okay. But it's still infused with a lot of her, if that makes any sense. Mm, doesn't, but okay. I, well, think I, I think I see where you're going. She has like a full image uh-huh. and character that she gives. And I like that in music sometimes. 
That's all. So are you saying her stage presence is different from her actual presence? I don't know her actually. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that her stage presence and her mm-hmm. performance, her videos, is this whole, you know, archangel. She's maintained that. This yes, whole Afrofuturism yeah. thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think she's weaved in her authentic self through mm-hmm. the Afrofuturism and right. a lot of other things. Uh-huh. But I still like the whole, I like that it's a full-blown concept. Like, I think Janelle Monae's next project, because her music is so cinematic to me, uh-huh. should be like in a motion picture. Set. I thought you said she tried that with the visual album. No, I, I said after the visual album, that should be the next thing. Like a major uh, okay. motion picture release. Well, she was in... Um... But, I mean, Beyonce would have to do it first. I don't think Janelle Monae has the backing. She don't. But, I mean, her performance was cute. Okay. Dolly Parton. You know, I love me some Dolly. Uh-huh. She was cute. She brought out her... Um, she brought out Katy Perry, who had a mm-hmm. nice outfit. And her haircut's really... It's stunning on her. Really? And it's like, you know, short blonde. Okay. Casey Musgraves, mm-hmm. she bought out her her goddaughter Miley. It was oh, a cute okay. little performance. It was a little long, uh, you know. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, who Jolene is. Jolene? Jolene. 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 Oh, I don't know. I might name my daughter Jolene. Okay. I don't know. Please don't. <laughs> don't. Um, these girls, the next performance I want to speak about, mm-hmm. it is not even a performance. And they performed recently on another major stage. Okay. About like two weeks ago. Who? Chloe and Holly. Mm. And or Holly and Chloe. I'm not sure which. It's Holly Chloe X and... Chloe X Holly. Uh-huh. Okay. <sighs> They're talented. I've never heard them sing. Oh, the, the girls can sing down. Okay. They can sing. But the problem is is I don't think that they're recording artists. Because I okay. tried to listen to their albums, mm-hmm. but it's not a recording artist to me is like, you can sing along, mm-hmm. you can play it in the background, okay. you can sit with it. But their music does so much vocal gymnastics that I feel like they'd be much better suited for theater. For theater? Okay. Than the than record industry. Yeah. I guess, okay. Um, but because Beyonce mm-hmm. is their, like their Beyonce's protégés, right. they got the Super Bowl and they everything they sing sounds tortured and overworked overworked yes and it's like there's something to be said for simplicity Mm -hmm. and i get that that's your bag Mm -hmm. but we know you can sing right but stop with all these like theatrics and gymnastics sometimes just tearing it down and back and showing Mm -hmm. that you have control yeah it's it's great but that's the thing like the people these days they don't like control they don't want you know sit on on this stool with a microphone right in a black dress and just sing they want stunts and shows vocal acrobatics and all this but the difference to me though is i think that there's some people out here who can't sing worth a lick yeah so they say they try to they try to the cool factor Uh but i know you don't got the goods to back Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. i think these girls clearly have the goods but but it's like stop singing like you got something to prove because now it's just you're doing the most you're doing too much yeah so but they sung when they they introduced the award they sung um was it donnie hathaway I think it was. It was a Donny Hathaway song. Yeah. I can't recall which one. But it's like, Donny Hathaway's voice is smooth. It's, it's mellow, easy. Yeah. It's mellow. And they just overworked it. It was mm-hmm. too much. I didn't like it. And why are you singing to introduce the best rap album? It's just too much. Were they fully clothed? They, they were fully clothed and they looked nice. They ain't had no mesh and no see-through no cutouts? Um, no crop top? Okay. I'm not going to talk about what them girls wear, but I'm mm. going to talk about what somebody else wore that really offended me deeply to my soul. Ooh. Because I stayed up. Now, you know I don't stay up on a late night. Mm-mm. But I fought to stay up. 
And I, one of my favorite parts of any award show is the In Memoriam segment. Mm-hmm. And what you laughing about? Because they always leave somebody out. And I, I was about to mention the Oscars oh, okay. from the year they left out Joan Rivers. Yeah. But the Grammys was really inclusive. They mm-hmm. were like, this person died and they did album art covers. Like, yeah, I hate I when like, they do God that. Damn. Yeah. Like, that's a reach, mm-hmm. but whatever. Like, they did somebody's album once and now they're in the Grammys? Yeah. Okay. But, um, so that was at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And of course, the last person that they mentioned was Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin is probably one of the most decorated right. artists mm-hmm. in music history. Mm-hmm. She's probably, she's been the number one, like, the voice. Mm-hmm. Like, she's more accolades than anybody. Yeah, than anybody, yeah. Like, her death was mm-hmm. a major thing yeah. to the industry. She's sung all across all genres, mm-hmm. from rock to gospel. Mm-hmm. For decades. To opera. Yeah. I mean, touch her. Mm-hmm. You can't. So for us to wait for a whole four-hour program, mm-hmm. or three hours, three and forty-five, three forty-five, yeah, and you just sing a one song. That's it. Yes. Mm-mm. What song though? Oh, wait, wait, name something. Um, Chain of Food. Uh-uh. Was it Natural Woman? Respect. It wasn't respect. Oh, okay. No, it was Natural Woman. You make okay. you you make mm-hmm. that. I'm like, okay, y'all could have picked a lot of better songs. She has a lot of songs. And the performers that they had were okay. Fantasia. Well, of course, of to course. be expected. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know where Jennifer was, oh, as in Hudson. She, I think, is on uh, X Factor UK or The Voice UK. Or something. Okay. Um, Fantasia. Always, did she take her shoes off? She did not. Ooh, that means it was horrible. No, no, she sounded good. No, but she wasn't feeling it. Her shoes didn't come off. I mean, her lip quivers were a little bit less than they usually okay. are. But Fantasia still... Fantasia comes to on a tribute. Mm-hmm. They had Yolanda Adams, who okay. is... I love her voice. Okay. And then they had... Andre Day. Now, Andre Day is a talented girl. She can no, sing. What bothers me is her look. She's always so contrived. Now her look is her visuals overworked. Yeah, that's overworked. Um, she looked like Fembot on the red carpet. She did that purple with the with the um, marabou and yeah, the hair. Mm-hmm. And then my thing is, is I get that like you're doing this whole you know coochie coo look and this but. sexy look with like the the, the marabou feathers mm-hmm. and, the, and the stockings with the garters. Yeah. But since so she could have paired it back a lot, the Franklin that hair, Yeah, she didn't change. She cha- she kept because it was like purple or pink that she wore in the outfit. Mm-hmm. She just changed it to a black one with the green stockings. Girl. It was the same exact outfit, just different color. Girl. I'm like, why are we seeing your cooch mm-hmm. when you're doing somebody's per- like tribute? Well, and I they die. Ariana wore that short skirt. But, also, but Ari- it was short skirt, but she didn't. Have- the stockings to me were actually the main problem because mm. it was the height of the heel of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was the stockings with the garters. Yeah. And then, like, you saw where the garter attached to the panty. Ooh. And it was like, this is too far. Yeah. And it was so distracting to me visually that I couldn't even enjoy the vocal performance. Well, she didn't get no vocal. Well, I mean, it was just very upsetting. And then another performance that was controversial that I actually enjoyed <laughs> in the moment. But um, later when I sat, when I heard I sat with it, I was like, huh. But J-Lo gave the Motown tribute performance. Why? And when they when they announced it, because uh-huh. I didn't know ahead of time when they said Jella was doing it, I was like, "Why?" I was like, yeah. "I didn't understand why they selected her of all people. Why they didn't select like one someone that could sing, mm-hmm. two 
I'm not saying that someone necessarily black had to do that performance, but uh, there was a lot more qualified and vocalist. suitable people yeah. to do the Motown performance. Yeah. But once Jenny came out, the one thing I will say about her, and I will I would go to her show, her residency in Vegas. Ooh. She's a performer. Is she a singer? No. No. Is she a dancer? Hell yes. I mean, but she started gives on you, in Living Color. She gives you performance. Uh-huh. When I was watching the entire time, I was like, God damn. I ain't never hear J Lo sound as good. Of course, she was lip synced. Of course. Also, Cardi B lip synced to raps. I'm like, that was also disappointing when she she performed money. Mm-hmm. When you got the lip sync a rap, wow. sis. But back to J Lo. Uh-huh. J Lo sounded flawless, like too good. <laughs> and I was like, um, something's up. Yeah. But she sounded really good. Okay. Uh, but she gave, she salsa her way through half the damn performance, which again, but that doesn't even is go. No connection to Motown. Right. But a lot of people were mad because they felt like a black person should have did it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that because music is music the thing that connects is, us. Right. It's across all. It's, it it uh-huh. breaks boundaries. Yeah. There's white people out there that know more and appreciate Motown more than most black people. Mm-hmm. There's but there's like some white people who really do appreciate it. And yeah. music is what connects us. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with the fact it's that a universal lot- language. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with the fact that a Latina woman did the Motown tribute. Okay. I just have a problem with the fact that a Latina woman who's not a really great singer right. did the yeah, tribute. Yeah. And I mean, but she the choreography was everything. It was a visual delight. But I mean, I can see it both ways because yeah, music is universal, but then who are they gonna get to do like the Latin tribute? But to me, I feel like that's when we have the opportunity to break, to break barriers. And even at the Grammys, I don't know. they always try to that. like uh-uh. have crossover appeal. But no, I see what you mean. But crossover appeal is usually like, we're going to perform this. Someone from a different genre is going to come out. And it's like almost like a remix moment. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to the regular. But I like seeing different interpretations. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, I think, but if you look at it as well, I think they were tributing a, a record company. And I understand that Motown was uh-huh. started because those artists were not allowed onto right. like, like labels. Mm-hmm. But I think that it was also nice to kind of see three black women give Aretha Franklin a tribute. Mm-hmm. Or if like, to me, it would kind of be inappropriate if, let's say... J-Lo was to do a Nina Simone tribute because of who she was well, as an individual. Zoe Saldana learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> with the black face. Yes. Woo. Mm. But, um, yeah, that was pretty much the Grammys in a nutshell mm. for me. Boring. It was, actually. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I was I was entertained. Oh, and the, uh, the second time I jumped out my seat, uh-huh. we can end on this note, okay. was during the Motown tribute. They saluted Ooh. one of my faves. Who? Who's one of my mo- my only Motown fave? Diana Ross? Okay, well. <laughs> who's my other Motown fave that's more my fave than Diana Ross? Tina Marie? Yes! Oh, you may know. I didn't know that. Yes. She was oh, wow. Mot- well, she started out with Rick James. Yes. Then once that, she, then she went over to Motown. Mm-hmm. And then, most recently, she was at Cash Money. <laughs> Why do you laugh? <laughs> she was over there with Birdman and them. Wow. And Lil Wayne at Cash Money Records. Dwayne, Dwayne. But, oh my gosh. Tina Marie, you know, is my. I did, did not they, know she was on Motown. They, they did Square Biz. They did? And I was. Oh, I jumped, you were like, I jumped up. Yeah. Top, I see you. I was doing my. I love me some Tina Marie now. Okay, y'all. Well, that was the, uh, the Grammys. <laughs> Let's get into our Valentine's segment of the yes. show. Instead of continuing with categories like we normally do, we are going to make this a somewhat. Quasi special. Yes. 
It's a full special. It's a full special. Yeah. Welcome to the category is Valentine's, Valentine's Day special. special. <laughs> Not Valentine's Day? Either one. Valentine's <laughs> special. <laughs> it's Valentine's, Valentine's with an M. M. It's an M. I say it the proper way. <laughs> okay. After St. Valentine's. I guess. But just go, it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's. And this week, instead of doing a listener letter, mm-hmm. um, actually last week we got, we got some questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, well, we've kind of been compiling the questions. Right. In anticipation, yeah, for this uh, Valentine's special. And we're going to um, tackle them this week. Yeah, because so a lot of the questions we get, they kind of can be, I guess, grouped into like three kind of categories, right? Most so, questions are like about relationships. Yeah, so they're about like dating and then relationships and then sometimes the inevitable breakups. So we're going to kind of dive into a couple questions in each category. All right. All right, let's go. Go ahead. So one of our first questions in this segment is, is about dating. And they want to know well, the best place to meet guys. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really good question. Yeah. Especially because of the fact that in this modern world that we live in, it seems as though most people are meeting online. Online, yeah. At least yeah. maybe like one of the last statistics that I read mm-hmm. was that like one third of people today meet online. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Right. And I think that was, even when I read that, mm-hmm. I was like, that's conservative. That's really low, yeah. Like, I think that a lot of people just meet online. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, I've met people online. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say it. It's just, that's the times we live in. Yeah. But for me, it's just not my preferred yeah. method. But I think a few years ago, probably even like maybe five years ago, if you were to say, you know, you met someone online or the guy you're dating, girl you're dating, you met them online. I feel like there was a stigma with that. Absolutely. But I feel like now it's like. It's commonplace. It's commonplace. People like, like, what app did you meet on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just that common. Yeah. But again, to me, I think we live in such a disconnected world mm-hmm. that people are not even connected with themselves. So if you don't know how to connect with yourself, how in the hell are you going to connect with someone else? Okay, Rupa. I know, such a, <laughs> you know, that's my reference. Yeah. But it's true. People mm-hmm. don't even know them damn selves. That's true. And it's just, it, dating is awkward because it's like, people are afraid to talk to you in person and mm-hmm. kind of let your frequencies vibe and yeah. your energies mesh yeah. and feel things out. But I mean, I remember when I got back into the dating game. I wanted to be out on the scene, like mm-hmm. playing the field. Mm-hmm. But when I went out into the field to play, didn't my opponent play with me? Mm-hmm. So I ended up playing alone. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, uh, that's like a triple entendre, uh-huh. catch it if you want. <laughs> so um, it was hard. And I ended up going on the apps reluctantly mm-hmm. because one of my friends was like, look, if you ain't if on the you, apps, yeah, you ain't dating. You missing out. So it's just a sad reality for me personally that if you want to meet guys, Mm -hmm. you have to be on the apps or girls or or whoever whoever you want to meet. Yeah. So I do think that in today's world, we do kind of have that online preference. Like it's convenient. You have this almost buffer between you and someone else. Like you don't have to kind of have that awkward like meet somebody at the bar and they're trying to press up on you right and you're not really interested but you don't know how to get them away from you i feel like with the online apps and dating that you know it's kind of almost a security for people because they don't want that awkward interaction sure yeah and it's convenience like everybody's online is what they say so you just have that 
unlimited selection, basically. But that's also part of the inherent problem, right? Right. Because everyone's online. So mm-hmm. the next best thing is just to swipe away. Yeah. So you kind of have like this endless supply of just, you know, mm-hmm. this perfect person that you're never going to meet. Yeah. And again, everything that you feel is like, have you ever really been feeling someone on the apps mm-hmm. and then you meet a person? Yeah. And it's like a dun dun Yeah. It's like, no ma'am. No ma'am. Because there's no connection. Yeah. You're missing yeah. a major part of a person. Mm-hmm. And people can project online. Yeah. Fake pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, MTV made a whole show off that. Catfish. Yeah. <laughs> like, and now they got Facetune where you can, like, edit your pictures yes, before you send them. It's too it's like, much. And then people kind of can contrive these yeah, images this or projections. Person, yeah, this personality. But um, I think the thrust of this question might be, uh, get it, trust, but it's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, of this question might be, like, where to meet people in real life. Yeah. And I'll give you a, a few quick suggestions. Okay. Uh, I'm never one for dating in the workplace. However, well, okay. a lot of people do meet the person yeah. in the workplace. Mm-hmm. That is just not my bag. It will never happen. No. I don't shit where I eat. I don't get don't my cheese it. and the bread from the same area of the style. That was your bread and your meat. But my cheddar is over there. <laughs> at Aldi. <laughs> I go to the cheese room. What's at, that? At, at, at Whole Foods. Okay. But uh, a good suggestion, if mm-hmm. you're looking for, if you're, in a field or in a profession that allows you the uh, opportunity to go to professional development conferences or any mm-hmm. kind of conferences for your job, go to them. Mm-hmm. If also, I tell my single girlfriends, there's lot. Look up the city that you live in. Mm-hmm. Find out when the accountant conference is coming. <laughs> Find out when the National Black Journalist Association right. conference is coming. When the Black MBA, co- not Black, but you know, if you a lot of these Black girls that want a Black man, uh-huh. find when the MBA conference is coming. And just like these groupies be at the basketball games, you need to go find when the doctor conference is at. No. <laughs> Sit up at the hotel bar. National Medical Association. Absolutely. No. It's a great place to meet men at conferences. I know I always have a conference Like at day. the hotel, though? Yes! They only in town for three days. Look, well, maybe you just want to rendezvous. <laughs> but I know a lot of people who have met people at conferences. Okay. You know, if you if you feel like you've exhausted the men in your area, <laughs> you ran through you all ran of them. them all. Try going to a conference. Okay. Another good place to mm-hmm. meet people is through um like local organizations mm-hmm. and volunteering because mm-hmm. you already have a uh, similar interest, right. a common bond, right. something that you okay, like. That. If you like to run, join a running group. Running or, is very solitary, though. But no, mm-hmm. they stretch and stuff in the beginning, <laughs> so you can like gauge the flexibility, and then they go running. But so then you afterwards, can learn their stamina. You can learn the stamina, okay. and afterwards, they go like for beer and stuff. It, it becomes very social. Okay. You know, a lot of they have kickball teams mm-hmm. and softball. Join some, you know, calligraphy group. Yes, whatever. It's nothing but suburban white women there. So if that's your thing, right. But just, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, do something that feeds your interest in who mm-hmm. you are, and you're going to meet similar people. Well, yeah, but then you might only meet the people who are trying to meet the people you're trying to meet. True. So it's like, you know, you sit in that callig- calligraphy class every month, and it's right. Susan and Joan and Heather, mm-hmm. and y'all waiting for, you know, somebody to walk in the door. Yeah. And, and he, he ain't coming. Because it's so insular. It's so yeah. in-group. Yeah, yeah. And then my third and final suggestion uh, in terms of meeting people, because again, meeting people out there in the real world is hard and daunting. Mm-hmm. And some and people, we all have different personalities, yeah. and, you know, and abilities when it comes to mingling and mixing. Yeah. Um, find you an old school matchmaker. Honestly, Those are expensive. 
if you if you can save up your coin, Mm-mm. you know, they be making you do too much. Like you gotta change all your profiles. You gotta give them a certain amount of money to buy your clothes. You gotta go get a makeover. You gotta take all these photo shoots. I'm like, Mm-mm. well, I don't know who you saw, <laughs> but a matchmaker doesn't necessarily have to be like Patty Stanger from back in the day on Bravo. Uh-huh. You can, you know, go. Which I don't even believe her because she got divorced. <laughs> Did her she? engagement didn't even pop it's off. About to say she's never been married. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, you know, go to like... Matchmakers come in all shapes and forms. And they do. And I think that the problem a lot in the gay community specifically... Mm-hmm. And I posed this question to one of my friends. I mm-hmm. said, how come we don't refer people? Because I always ask my friends, like, let's do dating by no. ref- ref- mm-hmm. reference, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, for example, I would... I don't think I would ever refer one of my friends to, like, my ex-boyfriends. Because right. there's too much history Crossover, and feelings yeah. and crossover there. But if I just went on like one or two dates with the guy mm-hmm. and it, you know, we went our separate ways yeah. and I thought he was a nice guy, I mm-hmm. thought he was my friend's physical type, mm-hmm. I would absolutely be like, hey, why don't you date my friend? And I wouldn't have a problem with that. But a lot of people do. Yeah. Would you do that? No. Why not? Because I think that a lot of people just want to hold on to that person. Because if he's so good and so great, like, bitch, why you ain't dating him? For lots of reasons. And again, uh, he's not good or great for me. People don't uh, understand that dating is a very personal it thing. It is, but it's a red flag if it's like, I don't want this um, steak. Here, you take it. Then it's like, okay, well, what's wrong with it? Bitch, I'm vegan. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Right. But then, because <laughs> it was like on, was the Sex and the City episode when they had that party? Where everyone brought like an ex or somebody they weren't interested in. I want to have that party. Well, Jennifer Aniston had that party. It was her 50th birthday party. Because like Brad Pitt was there. Oh, really? Yeah. And then like John Mayer was there. And then he brought like Katy Perry was there. And then somebody else was there. Yes, people. Because my thing is what it says is that you're not over your stuff. I honestly, I know. And people get so negative and cynical. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. have, have, Have I dated some trashy guys? Yeah, sure. And I would never recommend them to come to the meet and mingle party. Mm-hmm. But the majority of guys I met have been really good guys, but for some other reason, for some reason or another, mm-hmm. they They're just, just weren't right good guys for, for you. me. Okay. But I have like a list of 10 guys right now I would be able to call up and be like, hey, yep. come to this party, mm-hmm. meet my friends. And um, maybe y'all will hit it off. But you need to let everyone know ahead of time that that's the kind of party they're going to. I was invited because... to the <laughs> Are you talking about which of a call it's party? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell that story or no? That party was a mess. So you got to the door, and then the, your friend like started handing you like a number. Yes. And then you were supposed to figure out who else in the party had the same number right. as you. And so the friend had secretly matched up everyone yes. that he thought would be like a good couple. Right. But no one knew ahead of time that that's the kind of party they were going to. No one knew. Yeah. And the person I was matched with. <laughs> you know what? That's a good discussion you can maybe have off. Okay. <laughs> the person I was matched with, mm-hmm. um, I was told it was for professional reasons. It was not. And I took it on face value that that's mm-hmm. what it was. And I, you know sought out a professional relationship but you know it just wasn't we were on two different pages yes, let's just say were. that yeah but anyway but i mean i think that like justin said he's basically saying or my understanding of what you're saying is just do what you usually do do what interests you and you are will be open to attracting who 
has similar interests right as you don't go looking don't go looking don't be thirsty don't ever like get made up and like right. gonna go to whole foods or the grocery store like just be your regular self do your regular things What's for you will just find It'll, you. It will happen. Okay. What was the other question we had for dating? Mm. Was it worse dates? So then the next question was, what were our worst dates? And I had a really bad date. It's probably the worst date I ever had in my life. Really? Yes. And so. Oh, I know this story. You do? So my worst date ever was, like, when I first moved to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So when I had this roommate, and we lived in South Philly, and he was seeing some guy, and then that guy had a friend who was single, and so my roommate and his friend, and his the guy he was seeing was like, oh, you should date my friend, and then it would be, like, cool, because we could, like, double date and stuff. All right. And I was just like, mm, okay, well, you know, tell me about him, blah, blah, blah. On paper, he seemed like a nice guy. I was like, okay, cool. You know, like, we can go on a date. And, like, we, like, exchanged numbers through the friend or whatever. And then we, you know, communicated text and then talking. And then we decided to go on a date. And (laughs) so we go on this date. And it was this really nice um, restaurant that is now closed. Um, But it was really nice. Mm -hmm. Like, the ambiance. It was like a restaurant, was it? Roy's Hawaiian. Oh, it's now so now it's Ocean, Ocean Prime. Prime. Yeah, so we went there, and we're like, you know, having great conversation. Like the chemistry was like popping. <laughs> yes, and you know he was he was attractive. He was like a little bit thicker than I usually go for, oh. but he was like really nice, like really handsome. And then I noticed he had this ring on his uh, on his finger on his, his left, left hand. hand. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, that's a nice ring. Like, where did you get it? And he goes, oh, this is actually supposed to be my wedding ring. Okay. And I was like, what? You're married? And he's like, no. Um, well, and then he like pulls out his phone and looks at the date on the calendar. And he's like, today was supposed to be my wedding day. Wow. And I was like, uh, Whoa. what? <laughs> That's a lot emotionally. Yeah. And I was like, uh, are you okay? Like, why are we even... Like, when did this end? Um, Like, maybe four or five months before. <sighs> but they were, like, about to get married. Didn't get the deposits back, though. No, you can't get your money back at that point. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd still be at home grieving. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he was like, well, you know, yeah, it's okay. Like, you know, it just didn't work out with her. And I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her? Yes. Child, stop. <laughs> I mean, continue, but yeah. stop. And so I'm just over there like, uh, okay, like, well, you know. But, you know, he's like, well, you know, we met in high school. So we had been, you know, together all through college. And she's my beard. He was in grad school. Yeah. And so. Doing guys. What was his name? I'm not telling you that. Off On air. the air. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And so, yeah. And then so, but you know me, I was new to the city. I ain't know nobody. So I was like, okay, well, that's cool, whatever. Um, And then so, then, you know, like we're still talking and he's like getting all these texts on his phone. And then he reads the text on his phone and he looks at me and he's like, so, uh, you got any plans for the rest of the night? And I was like, 
okay, like he's enjoying himself. Like he wants right. to like part do. Yeah, like maybe we can go to like a bar or you know somewhere else. Continue the date. He's like interested. He wants to spend more time with me. Right. And I was like, uh, no, I don't have any plans. You know, I'm free. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Okay, cool. You got a driver's license? I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, can you come with me to the impound lot? And I was like, oh my God, what? And he's like, yeah, see, um, my dad's car got towed like the other day and it cost however much money to get out of the impound. And I don't have nobody to like drive it. See, the PPA don't play. The PPA do not play. They don't play. Like, you will get that ticket. They'll put a boot on your car. And they will, like, tow you. And so, yeah. So, his dad's car got towed. And then he's like, well, you want to ride all the way, like, to the bottom of South Philly. Mm -hmm. By Ikea. Right. To the impound lot. Mm -hmm. To, like, come with me. And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I would have went and shopped in Ikea. (laughs) Right. You know, I love me some Ikea. Yeah, me too. And so, we were in the impound lot for, like, three hours of course yeah that's that's, that's an all-day affair yeah and so did y'all have a lunch date hold up no this was like an evening dinner date yeah so it's like late late at this point then he's like well can you you drive this car and you know they slow so that took like forever so then he's like well can you follow me to like southwest to drop this car off oh We don't go there. Like, in The Lion King, that's where the sun don't shine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's what you do. Simba. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's where Scar and them live. And the hyenas. <laughs> and so, yeah, so then he's like, follow me to Southwest. We can drop the car off, and then we can hang out some more. And I'm like, looking at my watch, like, uh, it's late? It's getting late. Yeah. And so we went. <laughs> mm. And then, so, like, we drove to Southwest, dropped off the car, and then we, like, drove back to the city, hung out some more. And then I was just like, mm, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your worst date. That was my worst date. Okay. Probably ever. You know, honestly, I, ha- I thought about this question, and I really haven't had, like, bad dates like that. Mm-hmm. I've had dates that were, like, great dates, and I've had dates that were just, like, you know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a bad date. Okay. The person wasn't rude. Oh, I've had those. Or like, you know, the person wasn't like disrespectful or mm-hmm. anything like that. But that's because I've had a lot of dates <laughs> that actually never materialized in two days. Like there was a like year long period uh-huh. when I was like going hard in the paint trying to date. Mm-hmm. I was on all of the dating apps. Mm-hmm. I was dating by referral. Mm-hmm. I was dating like I was serious in that like, juncture yeah. about like, I'm, I'm trying to be out here and date. But, like, I think I had a stretch of, like, I think it was about 15 or 16 straight times where I was stood up. Are you up. serious? Stood up. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Like, like 16 oh, dates in a row. It was almost, like, unimaginable. Right. So, was it, was it, like, you show up to the restaurant, and you're sitting there, and he just never shows up? That happened or, a couple times. And then ooh, I got hit to the game. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I'd be playing a date with a guy. We'd yeah. be texting. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, let's go to this place. Here, I would make the reservation. Uh-huh. And I would get there. And they did, they would seat me. Well, you check in. You still get your points on open table. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Yes. But I would go. They would seat me. And, you know me, I'm uh-huh. like, I would get a drink. Yeah. And sit like, down. Uh-huh. But then it gets very, very, like upsetting because I, there'll be some, I would text the guy like mm-hmm. an hour for like looking forward to seeing you they're like yeah me too mm-hmm. and then like you're sitting at the dinner table you know it's a six o'clock reservation yeah. six fifteen. 
And then when you're sitting there alone, every yeah, minute every, is like an hour. Yeah. And it's just like, you need to have a book or nothing to occupy mm-hmm. you. And it's just like, that happened, like, I want to say like three or four times. Ouch. And I was like, okay. I, and to this day, I still have PTSD. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm meeting a friend. Yeah. I do not take a seat at the table. Yeah. Unless like, I know that they're there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of places now won't even see you your whole party That's is there. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, and I, I have no problem eating out alone. Yeah, me neither. That's because I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you're anticipating being with someone, especially being, when you have yeah. nerves of a date. Mm-hmm. I was younger then. Yeah. It's different. But now I will promptly sit my ass at the bar. <laughs> and, you, and if you don't show them, I can I can yeah. out. And you get you a little appetizer. Right. And bounce. But a lot of times, like, guys would call me and, like, have all types of... Excuses? or Catastrophes. Oh. Like, oh, my mother's on life support. <laughs> Um, my nephew just chopped off his hand, oh, wow. like crazy yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, look, if you want to go on a date with me, like, just, just tell that. me. Yeah. Like, but like, I really felt bad because uh-huh. I felt like something was wrong with me. Wow. Because it was just like, there was a, a long, long stretch uh-huh. of just me getting stood up and it, it became a laughable joke. Like, uh-huh. and that's kind of took a break from dating. Yeah. Um, cause it was just too much on me. But I think that was also the universe telling mm-hmm. me like, it's, it's not, not time. time. Yeah. Because every single person, I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Another time I, I was dating a guy, he got up to go to the bathroom, didn't come back. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, he's, he's like, I have to go take this phone call. And then just never oh, wow. came back. So he left you with a check. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's never happened to me. Like, they would show up. And if it's a bad date, you kind of get that feeling like it's not going to, mm-hmm. you know, materialize into anything past that. And then it's like okay bye like right but i've never had anyone just not show up yeah yeah no i've had i've probably had people not show up on me about 20 times and, and, and that was like in a span of a year again. oh wow yeah so uh that's crazy <laughs> it was rough it was rough i was like just bitch, bitch stop yeah it's not time it's not it's not going yeah all right what's the next the segment of questions so our next segment we're gonna move on to relationships okay yeah okay. So the first question is, when do you consider it a relationship? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. And um, I think for me, mm-hmm. it depends. Okay. Right? Because I'm slow. I'm, I move slowly. Mm-hmm. I move slowly than most. I also think these gays just move way too fast they these do, days. They do, yeah. But I think that's because a lot of people are looking for like, you know, validation. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like having someone... Mm-hmm gives them some sort of like credibility yeah, or yeah. legitimacy. It legitimizes you as a good person. Um, yeah. I take my sweet motherfucking time. Mm. I'm probably a little I'm I'm slower than the average. I'm slower than most. Um, it's a long courtship with Justin. Okay. That's all but I move at a very slow pace. But once uh-huh. I'm sure I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't I'm I, I for so for me, it's not a particular time yeah, frame. Yeah, you can't like put a time frame on it, right? Per se. But to me, I know I'm dating someone when, like, the haze has lifted. Oh, uh, in what way? Meaning, like, when you meet someone in the beginning, you're just infatuated with them, right? But then you go through a phase where, like, you're really getting to know them. Like, there's phases of getting to know people. But yeah. in the beginning, you just love, like, every single thing about them. And that's just, like, but that's really temporary, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, your date, and the question is dating, right? Yeah, or a relationship. Or a relationship, yeah. See again, I can I can date someone. I can even date someone exclusively for a long time before mm. I want to call it a relationship because to me that comes with a lot of other things and okay. expectations. Mm-hmm. But to me, it becomes a relationship. I, the marker for me historically has been when 
the shit that annoys me about that person mm-hmm. has become endearing. Ew, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I start to like the uh-huh. annoying shit about them. Okay. So again, it takes a long time uh-huh. to get there. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it can take a while. Okay. But like, no, is that three months or? Mm, it's usually around like six to eight months. That's a long time. <laughs> I told you it's long. Yeah. Okay. Mine's a little bit different because I think that, um, well, like you guys know, my friend Octagon is very small. And excuse me, what? I, my friend Octagon. I don't have a friend circle. Oh, stop. remember? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember your friend Octagon no. at all. I, maybe I was. I've talked about. Yeah, you were by that point. Yeah, but I've talked about it a couple times. But my friend Octagon is so small that it's eight people or less. I think oh. it's like seven. Okay, that includes me. I think it's very small. And so Wait, Octo Octo means eight though. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm anyway. We're, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think that for me, it's when I start to like tell people about this person. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to, you know me, I like to keep them separate. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> you surely do. Yeah. And so I like, you know, to have that separation. You're not going to meet my friends until I'm absolutely sure about you. Right. And then the next step that like definitely solidifies it is if I tell my mom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when they meet your friends or when they you start to talk about them to your family and things like that, like then people start to want to, you know, meet and they have questions and they want to know more about this person. And And they want to define it for themselves. Right. And so for me, it's just like y'all not going to know until like I'm like absolutely sure. Right. And it's pretty kind of the same for you. It's like six to eight months. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, again, we're in a relationship when you meet my mama. Well, mm, well, not necessarily. But yeah. like, that's for me. That's just a big mm-hmm. hurdle. Yeah, like, we could be in a relationship when you meet my friends. Mm, okay, but understand, like, it's it's gonna be a minute before you meet my friends. Some people. Well, it depends. Yeah. Again, it's it's a, it's it's a range. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's you know again that could depend on some people. But yeah, so, so many people move fast. They, they do move like quickly. two weeks and no meow. That's not gonna last. Okay. Well, what about open relationships? That is a good question because we talked about this too. We did. Yeah, and so I think people kind of invalidate open relationships, and they think that if it's an open relationship, then it's, it's not, not a relationship. Yeah, and so. Or marriage. Or marriage or whatever, you know, situation it is. And I think that at the end of the day, you kind of don't know what those people talk about. You don't know their agreements. You don't know, you know, like what goes on in their bedroom. So I think it's been an issue on like Real Housewives because Candy, I don't know if they have an open relationship or they invite people in. Well, I think, that both, I think that inviting people in, mm-hmm. is, and Shamari also talked about it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think it's all under the umbrella of open relationships. Yeah. But what I've learned is that people can kind of define it their own their ways, own way, yeah. their own rules. Yeah. I mean, I think that in my youth, I was so against the thought mm-hmm. of an open relationship. Because mm-hmm. you're young and you just... You have this preconceived idea of what... Exactly. And, and, and you have like this attitude like you know it all mm-hmm. when in fact you know nothing mm-hmm. but then you live life a little bit mm-hmm. and you get some experience yeah. and you love you learn yeah. you have heartbreak yeah make the mistakes and you look at the world differently yeah. and I think that the older I get the I'm increasingly more open to the thought of an open relationship yeah 
with ground rules though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I was dating someone, and um, he was basically like, "I really like you, and mm-hmm. I, I would like to be with you." And he was like, "But I can't promise you monogamy." Uh-huh. And that was a problem for me. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." That early. Well, we were, yeah, but he kind of mm. let me know up front because okay. he's like, I don't want to put you in a, and I respected it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, well, and I asked him the question. I'm like, well, I could potentially be open mm-hmm. to an open relationship, but he's like, well, how soon would you be ready for it to be open? <laughs> I said, listen, in order in for like me to open it up, years, yeah. it needs to be closed first, yeah, right? Because I need to, we have to have an established yeah. foundation of trust. Yeah. I was like, but I would need at least like two to three years of just at us. least yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And then we can revisit that then conversation. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Well, I would need to be open from jump," and I was oh, like, mm-hmm. "And that's when we stopped yeah, dating." That's a red flag. I could. That for me is mm-hmm. just no. It's not. Yeah. Um, but I think that I've talked to, especially in the gay community, mm-hmm. I think that the people who are, I've talked to, older couples who have been together for like 10, 12, 15 mm-hmm. plus years, mm-hmm. have had times where it was open, times where it was closed, and like. I find that they have the healthiest relationships. Really? I do. Okay. And I think it's because of the fact that if I can be so open and honest with you to let you know that I'm going to go lay with someone else, mm-hmm. that I really have nothing else to hide from you. It actually mm-hmm. can, it can pull them closer. Okay. Because now you're really sharing everything without the pretense. Yeah. I think the communication the is communication probably is the so most strong. essential part of that because you want to have that communication have that trust and know that at the end of the day you're coming back home right so a lot of people do put the the physical kind of thing on it like well how can you be with somebody else right physically and it they think that it negates you being committed to them like emotionally emotionally yeah but to me one to me the emotional is much much more, more important, important yeah right? that's the bond that you share that's uh-huh. super unique yeah you know if someone else does it for you mm-hmm. that's good well and fine but mm-hmm. you're coming home right i think there's a lot of and again but everyone has the right to define their own way right but right. i remember when i used to be on the maps <laughs> there'd be guys on there you yeah. know and they, they have their relationship status mm-hmm. so single it's complicated married. married and i would always get um into conversations mm-hmm. with guys who were in relationships yeah. and they'd be like oh i'm gonna open a relationship i'm like okay cool mm-hmm. You know, I'm just looking. Well, I wasn't really necessarily looking to date. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I would just be like, okay, well, because I'm and you also, know what it is. I'm worried about protecting my karma. Well. So I'm like, oh, you're in an open relationship? I'm like, oh, can I talk to your boyfriend? Or your right. And they'd be like, no, well, see. And I'm mm, like, yeah. it ain't that open. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, why do you care? And I think, because. Yeah. If it was completely open, the other person would probably would know about it. Yeah. Right. And be okay with and it. Be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, someone says it's open. And it's not. And it's not. And, so. and then you getting caught up and you got yeah. people rolling up on you outside the CVS. Mm-hmm. That's not a personal story. Uh <laughs> best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, make your own rules. Just communicate them with your partner. Right. Yeah. So moving on from relationships, the next inevitable part can be a breakup. So, a lot of you might be going through breakups right now because on Thursday, which is Valentine's Day, it's the official end of cuffing season. (laughs) What is cuffing season? Cuffing season is when you find a little bay to carry you through the winter months. It's like a summer fling in the winter. Gotcha. We talked about this a couple times. I know we have. I just think it's ridiculous. But it's a known 
fact. Like, it's a thing. It's a known fact. Yeah, it is known. Well, I mean, it's the end. But I mean, with some people, I guess you have to now end your cuffs. Yeah. Or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. your cuffation. Yeah, because you don't want to buy no gifts or anything. (laughs) It's so messed up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that for me with breakups, again, those are something that are very personal, very Mm -hmm. unique to those two or three or more people who are in that relationship. But, I mean, I don't really have any bright line deal breakers to a relationship. No? Well, I have, I do have one. Okay. Um, I can't even say that infidelity would cause me to break up in a relationship. Okay. I think I'd have to look at the circumstances Mm. specific to Mm -hmm. the time, what was going on between my partner and I, Mm -hmm. um, you know, now if it's repeated, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, circumstances, I think that that's something I could get over and work through. Okay. Um, the, the one thing that I could not work through, the one deal breaker I would have, is you got but one time to raise your hand at me. To one strike time. my To strike me one time. Yeah. One time. I don't, don't play. Because I don't, homie don't play like that. <laughs> don't play with me. Don't joke. Don't kid. As soon as you lift your hand to strike me, mm-hmm. oh, bitch, I'm out. The, and I'm never turning back. That is like my bright line. I don't play like that. Hit me. I'm out. I'm done. No way. Well, Never. point blank period. The end. No. A lot of people say, say that, but that is my personal. A lot of people say that until they're in that situation. I know, and I'm not judging people who uh-huh. are in that situation. That's, okay, that's it's a really difficult situation. Uh-huh. I, I could imagine that's yeah. a difficult situation yeah. to be in. I've never been in a abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that oftentimes in gay relationships specifically, mm-hmm. abuse is kind of um, not even discussed or acknowledged because I think that a lot of people just look at it like oh it's two dudes fighting y'all on equal playing field or it's two Mm -hmm. women fighting but y'all on equal playing field Mm -hmm. not acknowledging that sometimes the body size the strength is still very different yeah uh like i know a lot of women out here who Mm -hmm. are stronger than some of these men Mm -hmm. and vice versa so it's like again it's not about that but it's about being in an intimate relationship with someone and then hurting you physically which Uh leaves an emotional scar Right, it definitely does. So for me, again, I'm not going to never say never. Mm-hmm. But again, I've been blessed enough to never be in that situation. But knowing me, knowing who I am and how I operate, right. I don't play like that. Mm-hmm. You have but one time. Like, see, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care. Uh-huh. You are the wealthiest man in the world. I don't care if you are just the It's the best. I don't care. I'm, I'm done. Okay. You can oh. have... I walk away from it all. I could be in a 25-year relationship. Uh-huh. You hit me, I'm out. That's like, I'm I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, I mean that is a serious one, but then it go, it's like almost like the cheating one. Like People have this preconceived answer of what they feel they would do in that situation. But to me, the But difference... a lot of times people don't know how to react in that situation. Sure. But to me, I think and... that with cheating... I think most people in relationships are worried about... It's a natural thing, I think, to worry about right. your partner cheating mm-hmm. on you. Right? Because mm-hmm. that's supposed to be something that you share mm-hmm. together. And there's all these other options or availability out there. Maybe right. they're bored or tired of you. So I think it's natural to worry about your partner cheating on you. But I think when it gets to like the violence, it just gets to a really that's deep and different. dark place. Yeah. I see that. Mine's a little less dark than that. <laughs> um, I think I'm always the dark one. You are. My... Deal breaker would be someone who is content with being stagnant. Like if they're not, you know, open to the idea of improving themselves or, you know, 
open to learning or growing together individually, then I think that that's probably would be a deal breaker to me. Okay. Yeah. Like you should always be wanting to improve yourself. Right. In some, in some facet, like it doesn't have to be, you know, this, you got to be getting PhD after PhD or going to law school and med school and this and that there. No, just, you know, you want to work on yourself. Right. Yeah. Or even have like a, a curiosity about yeah, other things. About other things. Like if you're just content with sitting here and doing nothing. And or, no one, yeah, knowing the same old stuff that mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I think I kind of have that too. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't foresee me dating someone like that. Well. And, and, and if I would, I don't know. To me, I just have like this one huge, big, dark deal breaker. Yeah, but. you do. Okay, what's the next part of the breakup section? Do you have a breakup process? <laughs> no, because I'm always the one to get dumped. That's <laughs> our dump process. But you still have to heal from that. You have something. Um, you oh, okay. Do. Well, you didn't ask about a healing process. Well, I mean, I've I've never broken up with someone. Okay, but if you after you get in, after you get broken up with, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that? What do you do? I used to go to therapy. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's honest answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I isolate myself. Okay. Which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. Okay. Um, but for me, it's necessary. Yeah. Because I have to kind of like, I need that time to process. Process everything. And I can't process it properly with a whole bunch of people around because I uh-huh. feel the need to be who they need me to be. Right. And I just can't sit in like my anger or my sorrow right. or my sadness. So mm-hmm. I will like, and you know me, I'm a pretty social person. Mm-hmm. I like to be out in these streets. You do too much. But if it's a breakup, I'm a, like a recluse okay. for a little while. Okay. And I'm, you know, I read, and then I, I read my self-help books. <laughs> um, and I kind of go to therapy and mm-hmm. I, and I get really connected with myself. I start, um, I usually like, well, start like a new hobby okay. or something mm-hmm. so that's usually Got what a lot i do of free time but yeah i i and i need to find things to fill that time mm-hmm. okay cool that's my process okay i'm similar like in the very beginning of the breakup i need to isolate myself and i need to recenter and re just focus and so i would probably text you and be like hey mm-hmm. this happened I'm going to be, I'm good, but you might not hear from me for a few days. Right. And so, you know, like, you know, what's up? Sure. And then I will just, you know, kind of cocoon myself and isolate myself and, you know, like cook some food. And then I put on, I have two um, playlists that I play. (laughs) Oh, playlists. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I have like, they're mostly Mariah Carey songs. (laughs) And so the first part of the playlist is like the sad songs Mm -hmm. and it's like, and you don't remember vanishing, like all the sad, like lonely, depressing songs. Right. And then, you know, after, you know, a few hours of like wallowing in it or, you know, maybe a day or so, whatever. Then I move on to the happy songs. Okay. And then they're like really upbeat and like really, you know, just uplifting and they make me want to, you know, like dance and laugh and, you know, kind of just process it. And, and move on. Mm-hmm. The very last part is then I tell like my friends and my mom again, mm-hmm. and then that's that's it. Yeah, I, I, I you were, in talking about it, mm-hmm. you reminded me of your process. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, okay, I was like, are you okay? Are you sure? Because yeah. we talk a lot. Yeah, just, yeah. Child, when you yeah. start playing, I mean, you play Mariah Carey enough, but, but 
I do have these two specific playlists that I play. And then I go to the psychic also. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I also mm-hmm. go to the psychic. You do? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because one of my girlfriends, uh-huh. you know, I'm not going to put her name out there, but one of my girlfriends, well, you know, when she's having, when relationships getting rocky and mm-hmm. things are uncertain, mm-hmm. also in career. Mm-hmm. It's usually love and career. Yeah. We'd be like, child, we need to go to psychic. We need to go to psychic. But yes, I, yeah. I do go to the Well, we go to the we same. We go to the psychic. same one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Chaz, yes. One of our old friends put me us on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the yeah, yeah, Oof, I needed that. You did. All right, All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the end of the questions. Okay, and the end of the relationship categories for the Valentine special. Next segment for you guys, and we're going to talk about some Valentine's gift guides. Well. Listen, by the time this drops, you have a smooth 12 hours to get your shit right. Yeah, pretty much. Because, uh, honestly, I, okay, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't love Valentine's Day. I I don't. Right? But I think it's also just bullshit. It is very, yeah. I honestly, like, I like to do some, I like an acknowledgement of it. Mm -hmm. But I honestly stay at home. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate going out to the restaurants. It's yeah. so gimmicky. Yeah. Everything's just tacky and over the top. Hearts and pink and red. It's and... all these prefix mm-hmm. meals. It's supposed to make you feel bad right. about either not being in a relationship or the relationship that you are in is not up to snuff mm-hmm. or good enough. Yeah. So I think it's just a bullshit ass holiday. It is. I really don't even acknowledge it or celebrate it. I mean, I'll give you like a card and like a, oh, a, a, ch- a chocolate. Mm-mm. But I, that's pretty much where I leave it. Really? Yeah, I don't, I'm not really big on it. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't really... I like to stay away from the restaurants. Like, yeah. I stay in the house. house. Let's just cook. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll do something. Okay. And feel cute and lovey. Yeah. But I don't like grand gestures. Yeah, and that's all At the most, about. you're getting like... Well, first of all, I do not like teddy bears because they're... <laughs> you know, I don't like... Um, What's that called? I like tchotchkes. Okay. That are sentimental. Because uh-huh. when I travel, I pick up things pick from up other countries yeah. to like display in my house. Mm-hmm. But I don't like stuffed animals. No. Like, I just don't. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly, I don't like balloons. They're just bags of air. Mm-hmm. I think they're silly. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't like really cards. I mean, I will give a card, mm-hmm. but I think the cards are also just bullshit. It's just, I know you like making them. I make but, my own, so that's different. But to me, like when you go to Hallmark and buy a six dollar ninety five cent card, you're just gonna throw away. It's silly oh, to me. It's the sentiment. I do like flowers. They gonna die. True, but mm, I like that. And I'm not a big chocolate fan. So again, uh-huh. just like, the whole holiday is kind yeah. of ugh to me. Yeah, because a lot of my girlfriends, they're like, "Oh my god, I just started dating this guy. What should I get him for Valentine's Day?" And my advice is always the same: don't buy him shit, because it's like. Unless, if you're in a relationship with this guy for however long, then it should not be about this one day, this made-up holiday to right. profess and celebrate your love. It should be every day. And then if you just met a guy, like, is he even worth that? You know, like, no. is he worth you going through this effort? My, I would say this year, what, Valentine's is on a Thursday? Right. Tell him you are not available until Friday. Ooh. The 15th, because everything's going to be on sale. True. 75% True. off. And if he really wants... I'm eyeing the candy at the CBS. Yes, it's going to be like 75% off. Mm-mm. Show up. Them flowers going to be on sale, too. Right. Like, mm-mm. Don't buy him nothing. Not to ting. At all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Mm. Honestly. I really like, like, anti-Valentine's types events. Uh, like, I don't like those either. I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, but you know me, I'm kind of like mm-hmm. dark. dark though. There's like this, there's one event in Philly that I've been dying to go to for years, but no mm-hmm. one ever wants to go with me. It's what like a it? first person arts. It's like a storytelling organization. Mm-hmm. And like, they always have like a Valentine's day Mm-mm. thing where people go and talk about the very stuff we're discussing, like mm-hmm. bad dates, bad relationships, like bad stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like an anti Valentine's thing. Nope. But, oh, but listen, you can also do that with your mood. Uh, mm, but why? Like get together on Valentine's day and watch horror movies. No, that's stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I saw on uh, online that you know those conversation hearts that they have. Those they're like yellow and pink, and they have like that red writing on it, and it's like "love you," "call me," like text me, like that kind of stuff. The conversation hearts, the candies, the candy, yeah, yeah. So the company that made those is going out of business. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be no conversation hearts this year. Is no one? Wait, really? Seriously? Mm-hmm. They're they're staple. Yeah. What are the children going to give out in the schools? Um, I don't know. But they'll so figure it out. Sad. Yeah. And then I also saw on Instagram. Have you seen these self love pinky rings? Mm-mm. So this is for no. no. <laughs> this is for the single girls out there. Ugh. And I'm not ugh to the single girls. <laughs> just ugh to what I feel like you're about to tell me. Yes. So for between 150 to 420 dollars. What? Yeah. You can buy this ring. Oh, sis. Yeah. It's like a triangular stone. It's not diamond. Um, it's they a have Zika. Yeah. They have like uh, rose gold. They have rose gold, silver. White gold, yellow gold, and you can pick like the kind of stone you want, and you wear it on your pinky ring, on your pinky finger, and it's supposed to symbolize how much you love yourself. And I just feel like this company is like capitalizing on this validation that people feel like they need to love themselves. Like if I love myself, I'm not. I don't need this three hundred and fifty dollar ring to prove it to myself right. or to anybody. Right. So. I just feel like this gimmicky, like, make a pinky promise to choose to honor, love, and remember yourself on a daily basis, is what the website says. Oh, sis, bye. <laughs> Over it. Hate it. Hate it. it. Don't buy this shit. Don't buy that bullshit. Yeah. If you love and honor yourself mm-hmm. every day, just be kinder to yourself. Basically. How about that? How about that? Just be a little bit nicer to yourself. Yeah. But not by buying no ring. Just do what everyone else does and buy french fries and shit. <laughs> Sell chocolate. No. Get a pedicure and post it to Instagram. Pretty Hashtag much. self-care. Pretty much. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our somewhat yeah. cynical <laughs> Valentine's special. Valentine's special. So I hope you all have a happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, give a kiss to your kids, your husband, your girlfriend, your side piece, your wife. Baby daddy. Baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Your mister. Your mistress. Miss- or whatever. It's enough love to spread around. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Yes. So remember to write in. Um, you can always reach us and ask questions, mm-hmm. give suggestions for categories, ask us questions about ourselves. Mm-hmm. At category is pod at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Follow us on all things social at category is pod. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to like, rate, rate subscribe, and, and review. review. All right, guys, we'll see See you next week. week. Bye.